Hey, welcome back to the TNT Podcast. We're going to go over week nine, look at week ten, talk about the recent Auburn change, and give you those spicy takes you always look forward to. Just going to jump right into it. Arkansas beats Auburn at home 41-27 and fires their coach for them as well. Uh, was a close one at half, but just like the Auburn Tigers, most of the season fell apart at the beginning of the third quarter. I think KJ Jefferson looked good. The team needed this SEC win on the road. Haven't beaten Auburn in a while. I think seven years, we said last week. Uh, get, kind of gets the Hogs back on the track. And they'll be looking this next week and weeks to come to hopefully get in a good bowl and uh, possibly go 8-4. and four. Yeah, I'm with you, Jonathan. This was a game that, again, was very close in the first half. Um, Auburn's defense was fighting, getting them in uh, the offense in position, but they couldn't score. And it ended up being a very good game for K.J. Jefferson. He ended up rallying his team in the third quarter, 21 unanswered points, which put the Hogs in a clear winning position over the Tigers. And, again, showing the – Rude awakening for Brian Harson in the end of his era. Moving on, we got the Florida Georgia game. Uh, this one wasn't close. And well, then it was close. Right. And then it wasn't close. Um, man, Brock Bowers is really good. That tip ball catch. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Uh, I think it was, you know, kind of way for uh, Billy Napier to get his feet wet in this rivalry. However, the dogs, just too much. Um, beat their most hated rival, forty-two to twenty, in Jacksonville. Yep, like you said, back and forth game right here. But the dogs with that talent just end up taking over, showing Bill Napier why they are on top right now, and for the rivalry. How how and, and what's funny is you know at, this rivalry has been kind of crazy. At one point, the Gators were winning all the time. Now the dogs are winning all the time. So it's pretty exciting this rivalry. How crazy it has gotten with the win streaks i can't figure out this team peyton 25th south carolina loses at home to missouri eli drinkwitz gets his first sec win of the year i'm I'm pretty sure i called it on my spicy takes um I, i like how the missouri tigers are getting better each week eli drinkwitz are getting them competing i i love the fire and the passion they have but i'm with you south carolina um big wins against some good teams and ends up losing to a team that was considered to be the bottom tier of the SEC. And Eli Drinkwitz gets not just his, an SEC win, but a top 25 win as well and moving that program in the right direction. Top 25. All right, moving on to the next game. Uh, man, my spicy take was ice cold, not spicy at all. Virginia, uh, Virginia, Kentucky goes into <laughs> Knoxville and loses six to forty-four. Uh, now I thought the Kentucky Wildcats—they'd been trending up for a couple of years. Looks like they've kind of hit their ceiling. Um, Tennessee just too good. Uh, Will Levis did not have a good day, uh, and possibly the game of the setting up the possibly the game of the year too. Undefeated this weekend. We'll talk about that later. Um, anyway. You know, Mark Stoops and Levis just can't get anything done in Knoxville. It's a great day to be ball. Yep, it's like 1998, man. It's The Vols are back on top. 
and and this offense is just super super good, and the defense is getting better too. Uh, Tennessee, to me, is the top team in the country, and I don't see anybody possibly stopping them. But again, they got that tough test ahead of them this week. Ole Miss goes into College Station, thirty-one twenty-eight. This game seems like it's a trap game for the other one. Man, Ole Miss. For every point their offense can soar, their defense will also let let go. Yeah, yeah. And, and what's crazy about this, Jonathan, is this game at one point looked like it was going to go Texas A&M's way. They had a hot start. Uh, they were up at the half. What's funny is I didn't realize uh, Jimbo Fisher was twenty six and zero when having the lead in the first quarter, and this was his first time losing. Um, with having the lead in the first quarter. So, but hats off to uh, Judkins. I mean, he, he ran the ball really well for Ole Miss, ended up helping that team out and getting them to a, I mean, 205 carries, but giving them the win. And this is actually a big win for Ole Miss. I don't really see it as a trap game. Winning in College Station is always big, and especially at night. This went a long way for Lane Kiffin and – Again, they got a game coming up uh, where it could decide the West. This is true. So, looking forward to this week, week 10, we got Kentucky at Missouri. Um, You've seen one team trend down and one team trend up. I think this game's going to be close. Um, however, I still have faith in Kentucky to be able to, you know, step it up. And I got Kentucky winning this one. I think it's close. Um, possibly even overtime, but I've got Kentucky winning this one. Uh, I like that take, Jonathan. I, I'm, I'm kind of with you. They're a one-point favorite in this game. This game is in Columbia, though, uh, Missouri. So uh, that crowd is starting to build in. They're at, they're at a 500 record right now. This is a chance for them to get a, a bowl-eligible chance. And they got to do it in this one right here, I believe, to even get that shot. So I, I, this one's too close to call, but you know what? I'm going to go with the Tigers on this one. I think I think they're going to come in, and they've been real close with a lot of teams. And I just think Kentucky's downhill right now, and they're they're trying to find some momentum while Missouri has got the right momentum. Next, also an 11 a.m. game, we've got Florida going into Texas A&M. Um, now that the Brian Harson era is over at Auburn, I think all eyes are now going to be on Jimbo. I think the wheels are wobbling, and this is where they come off. I think Billy Napier gets a big SEC win in College Station, uh, and I think and I think Jimbo is week to week as far as the coach. Yeah, this this could be crazy for um, Jimbo Fisher, man. And and at this point, you know, he's a West Virginia guy. Uh, Neil Brown, I think, might get fired at West Virginia. So he might say, hey, you know, go ahead, fire me. He'll take that 95 mil and go back to West Virginia and coach. I, I could see that being a possibility. Um, but the more I look at this one, I, I, I'm with you. I think Florida has been real close, a big win right here. And, and the thing is, A&M's got to win this one, I think, to even get bowl eligible. So this is going to be a close call for them, but I'm going to go with the Gators. All right, okay. Game of the week, possibly the game of the year. Man, Tennessee goes into Athens, two thirty kick. 
man, this is going to be a great game to watch. Yeah, I'm I'm excited about this one. Uh, the fact that it's in Athens, I think, gives Georgia a clear favorite right here. But this is the thing about it, that you're going to have the best offense in the SEC versus the best defense in the SEC, and one of those things are going to break. Um, the thing is, if Tennessee finds ways to score like they did against Alabama, I don't think Georgia's offense is going to be able to catch up with them, and that's where I think things are going to get a little crazy. Um, I think last year proved they could score against this defense, but they look a lot better than they did last year. I'm going to, I'm going to go with the Vols. I, th- I think they're going to win it close. I'm going to say uh, by seven points. All right, I think the dogs take care. I think the dogs take care of business and win this one. Okay. All right, we got Liberty going into Fayetteville, man. This is a this is a gonna be crazy win, game. man. Uh, this this is an exciting one. You got a seven and one Liberty team that only loss came to a ranked Wake Forest team in overtime, and. You're looking at an Arkansas team that's kind of found its mojo back, beating a, a not a bad BYU team, but and kind of beating up a, a bad Auburn team, but winning at Auburn for the first time in seven years. Um, this is one right here where this is going to be interesting. Um, and I know a lot of people in the orange and blue are going to be watching this game to see how that Liberty coach, Hugh Freeze, pans out against Arkansas. Could be a I think he's a candidate for the Auburn job, but uh, I think the Hogs are just going to be too much. And but I think they win it by ten. This is usually is the game of the week. Um, however, Alabama goes down into Baton Rouge. I think Alabama beats them. I don't think it's close. I think LSU is over height with ten. Yeah, I mean they look terrible. They lost to Florida State. Looked bad. Um, Lost to Mississippi State. People forget about – no, they beat Mississippi State. Yeah, they beat Mississippi State. Uh, lost to, to Tennessee pretty bad. Lost Tennessee and Florida State are their only two. Didn't I mean, look great against Auburn, though. No. I mean, and, and that's the thing about it. They're, I, was, look, I was shocked they were 10. Yeah. I was shocked. Um, yeah, they beat Ole Miss. Um, but, again, I, I, I just – I don't see where the 10's coming from. I, I could get top 20, but not 10. And I'm with you. I, I think Alabama takes care of business, and I go with the cover. I think they win by 21. Uh, 6.30 kick uh, in Starkville. Auburn goes into Starkville under new interim head coach, Carnell Cadillac Williams. Uh, I think I think the, the team and the coaches are kind of ready to get the season over with. Just – all over disappointment. I think we do see some new life. However, the disorganization, uh, the attitude of the players, what I'm seeing on the field, I think the Bulldogs take care of business against Auburn. Uh, Mike Leach has got them running good. That def- I mean, that offense is really hard to stop. Yeah, um, It's going to be close to a miracle for Auburn to win this one. Um. I'm not far away from you, Jonathan, you know, with Cadillac and everything. I think there's going to be a little bit of magic in the first half, but you know how it is with these teams that don't do real well. Uh, the first sign of defeat or bad news, uh, it, it goes downhill, and I think it will just continue and continue. Um, I, I think Mississippi State's air raid offense is just going to be too much for that defense. Watching them against Arkansas, they looked out of shape, couldn't catch up. 
and it, it's just going to be too much for them. And I think Mississippi State's going to win this one by 21. All right, and to round it off, 6.30 also, South Carolina goes into Vanderbilt. You know, I don't know if we're going to get good South Carolina or bad South Carolina. This Remember, this game was close last year. It was a one-point game. And I, I I don't know. I mean, Van, South Carolina needs this one to be bowl eligible again, which would be huge for that program and Shane Beamer. But – Vanderbilt's fighting, man. They they they've come close with a lot of games. Well, they got seventeen fourteen against Mizzou. Yep, it, it was. I mean, and you're looking at if that offense starts to click and find some rhythm, it it will get in a good stride. Um, you know what? This this one's a tough one, Jonathan. I I, I think the Commodores. I think this is their best chance to get an yeah. SEC win, but I've got South Carolina winning this one. Okay. All right, moving on, we're going to talk about the Auburn situation. Fired Brian Harson on Halloween. One day before his birthday, I was informed. Now the 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 uh, the hiring process starts. A um, little background on the last, how Brian Harson got the job. Auburn won against Mississippi State at State. Fired Gus Malzahn the next day. Alan Green, the AD then, went and started this coaching search. And if you remember two years ago, the coaching search took a long time. Yeah, and which was shocking. And then they brought in this guy, Brian Harson, nobody had ever heard of. Um, apparently was not the Booster's favorite or Booster's choice at all, not even on their list. Alan Green hires him anyway. The scandal comes out in February. It was found out to be fake. Um, but never really got traction, and so here we are again. New president, new AD, same boosters, but what's the result going to be? Well, it, it, it depends on who they hire. Um, we, we know the names out there. A lot of people have been speculating who Auburn should hire. Um, there's three that come to mind that I think – they will open the floodgates to and do everything they can. And there's a couple of um, not big splash names, but I feel like they they got to get a guy in that is going to be able to recruit, get Auburn's name out there. That's something Brian Harson never did was he didn't do the politics game where um, try to make the program look good, try to – show things out. Um, the only thing I felt like Harson did great in an image aspect was bring the orange face mask back um, and try to have some uniform combo for Auburn. But it, it, it's got to be more than that. Um, you got to be a guy that make adjustments. You got to be a guy that can hire the staff. And it, it's – you got to be the one to make the boosters happy too. Yeah. So it, it, it's – it comes in mind. Um, do we want to talk about what candidate would you think be best for the job? Yeah, we can get into that. Okay. Uh, I think the best candidate for the job would have to be somebody that's gone, that's been in the SEC. Yeah. It's got some experience, some really good experience recruiting. Uh, you know, we saw a result of, you know, somebody who's kind of unfamiliar with this territory over here in the last hire. 
Uh, I think Lane Kiffin out of Ole Miss would be a, a good hire. Uh, sorry, Ole Miss fans. I think Auburn's a, a better program. It's got deeper pockets. Uh, Doesn't I, have the Mississippi State law to hold them for extension either. Right. So I think I think Lane Kiffin would be the best because Auburn's, I wouldn't say they're a top 10 program, but they're high enough to where nobody's really, no coach at Auburn's ever used Auburn as a stepping stone. It's kind of a, a place to stop. Not a dream, maybe a dream job, yeah. but somewhere you could. You can win a title with. Right. So I think, you know, Lane Kiffin, I guess my, my list would probably go Lane Kiffin one, Deion Sanders two, and then reluctantly three, I would, if I was Auburn, I would go after uh, Hugh Freeze. <laughs> but you got to have, in this day and age, you got to have somebody who can recruit, somebody who can, uh, well, basically at Auburn, just beat Georgia and beat Alabama. And if you're beating those two, then you're one of the best in the nation. But I would say Auburn's best candidate they should try to go after with everything is uh, Lane Kiffin. Yeah, I like that. Um, that would be my number one again, Dion. I, I liked your top three, and I like it. Um, if Kiffin wasn't on the table, I think Deion Sanders should be the next guy to go. Um, and with that being said – yeah, he doesn't have any SEC experience, but he has the image base. He can bring in those top recruits with the NIL and transfer portal. He could get the top guys in the transfer, I feel like. And it could be a deal, too, where um, he's not really doing the X's his nose, but he's kind of like an Ed O type. Like, he's the image guy. He's the one out recruiting, handling all that business. And from what I understand, does a pretty good job with that. So... It would be pretty exciting to see where um, this coaching search goes off to. You know, again, the part of firing a coach early is you get that long period of time to go and find your candidate and everything. So we'll see where it goes from there. Yeah, it's gonna be a it's gonna be a fun off season. Uh, Follow up question: Is Auburn the only program to be looking for a new head coach this off season? Mm. What, do you, what do you think? Um, I, I I don't think they are. I think A and M will fire Jimbo Fisher if things continue to go south. Um, and with that being said, can we see Lane Kiffin in College Station? So I mean that that might be a deal. I think Lane Kiffin. If I'm Ole Miss fans, I I, I enjoy the rest of the season because I feel like he will be gone. Um, if not to Auburn, then to definitely A&M. All right. So, spicy takes for the week. Peyton, you can start off. All right. So, looking at it and everything, um, I'm going to go with my spicy take of the week. I'm going to go Vanderbilt beats South Carolina and Nashville and gets their first SEC win in a couple of years. Spicy. My spicy take of the week is Liberty beats Arkansas to increase the rumors that Auburn's main candidate is Hugh Freeze. Ooh, that is spicy. Okay, all right. Um, I'm going to go with a spicy take right here that Tennessee has more rushing touchdowns than Georgia has passing touchdowns. That's not that spicy. But I'll allow it. Moving on, 
I say Kentucky beats Missouri by three scores. Okay. Kentucky beats Missouri by three scores? That's pretty take. All right. Last one right here. Okay. I'm going to say Florida has more interceptions in this game than Texas A&M has passing touchdowns. All right. My last spicy take is I think Mississippi State is up by four touchdowns at halftime against Dang, Auburn. Dang, ouch. Ouch. Okay. Not not a bad take right there. Not a bad take. We'll see how it goes. All right, guys. Thanks for stopping by, and we'll, we'll see you next week.